Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. I hope everyone had a good weekend and enjoyed waking up into Virgo season, um, or at least this evening. But we can start to feel it as the sun goes ahead and moves into Virgo. We can definitely feel it. It's 11.16, so technically... I'm a little bit off. It is going to be happening in about an hour as I record this. But when planets are at the end of a sign and literally getting ready to move into the next sign, it can take on both characteristics as far as the day and what we can expect, even in our birth chart a little bit as well. Definitely that is the cusp. People always say, oh, my birthday's on the cusp. Your birthday is not on the cusp unless it's really like within that twenty, the true cusp within that twenty-four hour um, day. You know, within that twenty-four hour mark of it moving into the next sign. Sorry to go on that little cusp tangent. I know that I was getting into Virgo season when I woke up this morning, and my kids wanted to clean and organize without me even asking. First of all, shout out to my older son, Abram, because he just killed it on his room. I'm like, wow, he has better folding skills than I do. So he's learning something, not for me. (laughs) Even though I have the Virgo rising, Virgo mood, I feel like my Gemini gets me. You know, they're squaring each other. My Gemini um, uh, sun and Mercury are squaring each other. So it's like all of a sudden I wake up and I'm like, how have I been living in this like total mess and I like wake up to everything in my surroundings so here's to hoping he does that every week when he has a little bit more of that Saturn so hopefully he will but this episode we are going to be talking about the sun entering Virgo and then tying that into Mercury in Libra hmm Mercury in Libra we're gonna we're gonna relate a lot into that and Saturday, we have Venus squaring Uranus retrograde. We're going to be talking about Uranus retrograde in general. And um, and then the Venus opposite Saturn, which happens this weekend. So I think for this weekend, none of these are too major, but they definitely will be bringing some shifts into energy, or shifts in our energy. And so really quick, Virgo, it's so funny. This whole episode, all the notes I came to that got channeled to me, you know, Mercury, which is one of is Virgo's host, Virgo's planet moves into Libra. And that is the sign, as we know, of questioning everything. And as I realized, as I was as I was taking my notes about what I want to talk about with this episode, that pretty much it's all questions. Like I got a lot of questions for you guys to ask yourself. So this is the episode of getting in touch with yourself through questions, which I feel like is very Mercury and Libra. You know, Libra, the sign of Venus, but also, you know, Venus's planet, but also the planet of finding balance and finding that balance between joy, happiness, love, and with mine, like, how do we need to incorporate that more? Or how do we need to find balance among things? So let's talk about the sun entering Virgo, right? The sun enters Virgo. And so right away tomorrow, a lot of us are going to be feeling like, yes, I'm ready to get my life into order. When we talk about the sun, we talk about our purpose, our path, just our general day, and how we'll go about that day. And Mercury also rules how we go about that day. Remember, Virgo's host planet and is going to be in Libra on Thursday. Not today, but Thursday. 
And Mercury, you know, I want to talk about this. Mercury rules both Virgo and Gemini. So when we experience Virgo, and we're getting out of that, Mercury's getting out of Virgo now, so we might have been experiencing this a little bit personally. Mercury notices everything. And with Virgo, it notices everything in their immediate surroundings. It notices things off inside the room. It notices things off inside the person that's sitting on their couch or or things on. It just pays attention to every tiny detail. And so sometimes it's so associated with cleaning and things like that because it's hard to um, function, you know, when they're constantly paying attention to all these things that are around them. And it also is so associated, you know, archetypally with the Virgin Mary. So there's always with Virgos, and you know I do this, and a lot of people with the Virgo energy, it's always like perfecting the self, perfecting the self-esteem, perfecting the mind, perfecting the spirit. You know, they're associated with not and being too picky, so they notice everything. Now with Geminis, They notice how things are moving about them. They notice how things, you know, the air as well. They notice how things are moving around a little bit lighter. Things think outside. Things think happening around them. Fun happening around them. They notice all of that. They notice the words with people and the movements with people, not necessarily the hidden things that Virgo kind of understands, if that makes sense. So, So all of a sudden you're waking up today and for the next month and you're noticing how you need to get your life in order again. What is distracting you? What is distracting you from the bigger picture? What is taking you away? What is slowing down your momentum? What is slowing down your path in a way? What It's going to be really obvious and it's going to come in mental awareness. All of a sudden you, let's say you're out of balance in some way, all of a sudden you are going to just have the awareness of where it is, whether it's because you just don't want to do that anymore or be that anymore. You're just going to have the awareness, especially when Mercury on Thursday moves into um, Libra. So where do we need to find balance? And if you know, I talked about last week's episode in the week before, I am still like really living raw in this energy from Italy about what is important. And with Venus, we look at our joy, what we enjoy, love, good food, friends, having fun, and we have Mercury moving in there. So there can be one or two ways with this, right? If you are having too much fun, can we have too much fun? You're not getting anything done. You're not creating because you aren't getting serious about anything. You might say, okay, how do I need to buckle down? How do I need to work more? How do I need to create more? However, if you are someone probably like a Virgo who overworks and overdoes and over is, you know, is overly productive, you might say, how can I bring more joy? How can I bring more fun, love, and peace? How can I just be and not being, you know, overly productive? I think right now we have a problem in the world, but especially in the United States with overproductivity with our children, with ourselves, with work. You know, everyone around us is in the rat race and they're working 80 hours a week, 50 hours a week. Their kids are scheduled doing 100 things a week. And what are we teaching? Not only in ourselves, but what are we teaching our children? We're teaching them not to be. And I'm guilty of this either, me as well, and I'm trying to figure this out. But we have a serious problem with just being or associating our self-worth with doing. 
And that creates a problem because we weren't just born here just to do. We were born here to be, essentially. And doing is a part of it, but we have to learn to be. We have to learn to be with ourselves. We have to learn to be in silence. We have to learn to enjoy our day without feeling productive. Those are all important values. So I think a lot of that is going to come is how can you slow down and how can you just be? How can you not overschedule yourself? How can you just enjoy? Can you give yourself a weekend and instead of running your kids do five different things and and having a bunch of schedules, can you just say, screw it, we're not doing anything, yet we'll do whatever the wind flows us? How can you, again, find that work joy balance and where do you need that i like to remind people when you're on your deathbed what are you going to be thinking about what are you going to be thinking about the sun enters virgo and we also figure out our mental and physical health what do i need to start doing again to get my to get, and this is sort of like an end of Mercury moving into, for you know, moving out of Virgo into Libra. What do I need to do to get my mental and physical health aligned again? How do I need to get it sharp again? How does it match the life I'm trying to portray or the life I'm trying to grow? Because we can do that and we can grow the things we want. However, if our mental and physical health is out of whack, we won't be getting there or it won't be easy. It won't be an easy road to get there. So how can I grow my mental and physical health? I started going back to, I go next week, my energy healer, Kathy. It's been a while. And if you guys remember, she's on my podcast, Kathy Gabrielson. I think it's like, it's in like between episode 40 and 70. She's somewhere through there. Definitely check it out. I actually, in August of 2020, did a my Reiki level one with her certification and spent a few days with her. And then I had her on my podcast. And she is just, first of all, she's such an inspiration. And she's just amazing and has a great episode about her life with spirituality. And she has an also, a, you know, she had a sudden, oh my God, not a sudden life. Um why am I forgetting what's called? I want to call it a sudden life, a uh, near death experience. And we talk about that on the episode. But nevertheless, I'm like, all of a sudden, I started to get the awareness of like, okay, how do I get my, how do I get oiling again? How do I get my car running? I need to get my mental, physical car running. Okay, that's one of the things I need to do. I'm calling her again and getting those scheduled and getting my energy back aligned. I'm going to go back to the chiropractor. Get that. I've been on, since coming back from Italy, I've been pretty good with eating better, exercising, meditating. And today I actually started a parasite cleanse. I've been watching like my friends and people throughout the years, other people I follow do these and you know, seeing all kinds of things and it can't hurt, right? It's all natural substances that either way aligns the body. But, you know, there's different parasites that some people claim to have um, just from eating food, not pinworm, but other things that could be affecting your gut. Look into it and make your own judgments on it. However, I started taking something called cram and so far so good. We'll see. I don't, I didn't see any parasites come out yet, but we will see. I just, things like that. I need to get my body aligned because I know I work better if my body works better. That's why you'll find, I feel like a lot of Virgos with a lot of purity, whether it be they are very healthy or they're sober or, you know, they're constantly like, you know, meditating, 
cooking, cleaning, very clean eating, again, purifying. So I'm trying to purify the body. Now, with Mercury and Libra, we're definitely going to have a harder time making a decision. That's just an automatic. I'm sorry. I love you, Libras, but they're the most indecisive people because it's always back and forth. It's sort of like and, and back and forth in detail. You know, Geminis and Virgos to a degree can go back and forth, but it's usually not that deep in detail and they can let go of whatever they chose. You know, Mercury and Libra really hold, Libra really holds on to those choices and take them so deeply and personal that they just keep going back and forth, back and forth. So we might have a harder time making a decision. Um, here's a question. You've ever, it's the episode of questions. Are we, le- oh, I already talked about that. So that's tied in that. Are we leaving enough time? We're scheduling ourselves like crazy. So just that came up again in another page I wrote. So clearly you guys need to know that or maybe I need to know that. <laughs> um, we're going to be searching for fairness or trying to fight it, find it in other people or people that live a balanced life. We also might be having um, peace in a decision that we've been making throughout this whole Mercury gear, the Mercury cycle as it's been going through here. We make peace with the decision. You know, back in the early springtime, we were starting something new and taking action and throughout there maybe we had to make a decision that we didn't like and we're making peace with that decision and again it was a hard choice because we're really seeing again it's something we couldn't choose but now we're finally being able to make a decision and if we're living in chaos during this time we're going to try to find solace and balance and even that out and where we need to find balance will come through the awareness all of a sudden, we're going to wake up one day kind of, you know, if you listen to my podcast, I feel like I talk about it every time I wake up and I'm ready to organize my life. It's like all of a sudden something changes and you're thinking differently. Sometimes we don't realize the awareness we gain until a day later, a week later, a month later. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, I'm actually ready to change this. For some reason, my mind changed and I'm ready to change. This is also going to feel, and with the sun moving to Virgo, kind of like get her done. <laughs> That's the country coming out of me. My country, you know, that was so big in high school, the whole get her done phase, but get her done. That's the best way. I, it kept coming to me. Get her done. We're going to be getting stuff done. Things that we need been putting off that we need to get done again to move forward. Now, here's some questions we're going to ask. We need to get in touch because Libras, I feel, are very good with, again, balancing emotions so they can feel something very deeply and get upset, but then they'll reflect on it. They'll take the same amount of time that they did feeling reflecting on it. So if we feel a reaction in ourselves, right, a negative reaction, anger, jealousy, resentment, that's pause. Those are usually the ones that come up that are in the negative realm, right, or the darker realm, anger, jealousy, resentment. Pause for a second. And the more you do this, the you don't even need to pause for more than point seconds. You already know when you're doing something that is living, that is on that vibration once you start this. So if you're just starting it, it might take a little bit. But trust me, once you do it, you already know the minute after you said or did something that you didn't like or you felt something because it's about feeling, actually. Pause for a second, get in touch and say, what? why am I feeling like this? Is it worth feeling like this? You know, that's what I ask myself a lot when I'm feeling certain things. Do I want to feel, what's worth it? No, it's not. If I don't want to feel this way, then it's not worth it. And I need to do what I need to do to let it go. Is the feeling relevant? 
Um, or is it just being triggered by an old wound? What is really triggering you in that, right? Because the way we see things is the way we see things. Our perception, it's not theirs. So again, if you are triggered by something you you see, you know, you feel the triggers, get with yourself with it. Why? That's a deeper understanding into yourself. Why did I feel that way? Is that worth feeling that way? No, it's not worth feeling that way. So we learn to let it go. All right, so let's talk about Uranus stationing retrograde, August 24th and ends January 22nd, 2023. That is actually Abram's birthday. Oh, and he will be um, nine years old, which is kind of crazy. And Uranus, it's interesting because Uranus has been in this square with Saturn since August of 2020. I'm sorry, since 20, December of 2020 began this, or maybe it was August, I got to think. But either way, it was 2020, and we began that Saturn-Uranus dance. And neither one of them have been really too far away from the three-degree range since then. They've had some pretty exact, you know, meetups with the squares and then back. So they've been doing this dance since 2020. And they're going to be doing it again, and I believe again in 2023 before um, Saturn moves out into Pisces. It's been intense. If you can see on a worldly basis, because we'll see with Uranus, the outer planets, the collective, you can see this this constant shift, this battle between old and new. The old ways of life and the old karma of life and the old thinking of life up against the really new, fast, innovative ways. And it's kind of crazy, you know? We're, we're stuck between this extreme, two ends of the extreme, the extreme of people that are holding on in the extreme of people who want new and want it fast, which is, again, if you can see, that's very Uranus, Saturn, chaos going back and forth and, and shaking things up. For some of us, depending, especially if this is happening in angular houses, might be a bigger story that we've been watching play out. So look between the Aquarius and Taurus houses. Look, there's a bigger story that's been playing out for you guys um, in those houses. However, there's a big story for all of us. So what we can expect in general and stationing retrograde is external changes created by outward chaos or, you know, shift changes in our life. Again, created by kind of outward chaos um, or something that changes really quick. And it's an external change. Now, when it's, stage, you know, it's stationing retrograde, we relook, revisit, resurface, um, reshake things up, if that's a word, throughout here. So we're going to be talking about it until January for different times, especially when it probably exactly conjoins. Oh, and before I forget with this, wait, is it this one that immediately, I'm pretty sure... Yes, Uranus goes in and automatically squares automatic like as soon as the station's retrograde, it pretty much is squaring Saturn because we've been stuck in that Saturn, you know, square. It still is that they're within three degrees now because you know Saturn's moving backwards, and then it squares Venus um, and Leo. Wait, that's it, right? Hold on, let me look at my notes again. Yes, it. Uh, yes, it's. I'm sorry. Yeah, it squares Venus. And that is going to bring some out of blue changes. 
an outburst in relationships. This can also bring sudden new ideas or innovation to ourselves, to our creation, to our friendships, or also maybe how to change in a relationship. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is something where you hear that your friends decide to have an open marriage, (laughs) you know, something new and innovative and a shift in their relationship and something unexpected. That feels very Uranus squared um, Venus. That feels very, yeah, what was that? So again, right away, there's going to be some instability, some shift change and some feelings of high energy. And think about that restrict. Aquariuses have that energy, that Saturn-Uranus energy. I think about Abram, and, you know, he's Aquarius, Mercury, um, Sun, and rising. So there's a big, like, he restricts himself, but then when he gives off, he goes off into this really big extremes really fast. And then he can restrict himself again and then really, really fast back up again. Um, A past challenge can resurface, but this time we know how to handle it. We can see better how to handle it or where our mindset is better than last than last year. And that also is a great way that we see our growth and change. That's how I always see it is all of a sudden I the same problem shows up in front of me. It just might look a little different. But the big thing is that I react different to it. I react totally different and not in my old patterns or ways. And that is the way we see ourselves that changes and that feels good every time that's why changing it becomes addictive it became addictive to me a long time ago is that feels good when you see that positive change and you know you did it and you're not acting out in something that is a huge like confidence booster it really is a lot of growth and change and Again, we could be fighting between the old ways and the new. This also, so that came with me is like really having to have an identity change, right? Like people all of a sudden feel like, hey, I want to change. I want to be something else or, you know, having trouble letting go, especially with the square to Saturn, letting go of who they thought they were, letting go of parts of themselves, letting go. They're having a very hard time doing that. I imagine that or feeling like I'm ready to rebel against this new identity or maybe you aren't being yourself and you haven't been yourself with family, friends, lovers, and now you're having these outbursts that make you want to, you know, like, hey, this is who I am, world. I'm coming in loud and proud. That feels very what can happen with this. Um, And again, all of a sudden, you know, there's shifts in responsibility, especially with the square to Saturn. That's been a big theme this whole time is that something happens all of a sudden and you have to take swift and you know, decisive decision, and it usually leads to a lot of responsibility. So out of the blue responsibility, or maybe a past responsibility is resurfacing out of nowhere. And bringing an old idea to life again is is definitely something that comes up with this. Um, Now this weekend, we have the sun opposite Venus. No, I'm sorry, we have Venus opposite Saturn. So uh, this is definitely a transit where we'll see breakups or definitely fights that with friends or family that bring long pauses. You know, maybe it's a temporary breakup, but it's not a it's not like when we have ones in the mutable signs where maybe two days later or a week later you guys are made up. This might bring long pauses like a half a year or a year, just very long, strung out Saturn pauses. 
feeling down about yourself, feeling like you don't know, even as simple as feeling like you don't know what to wear, how to dress, how to act, feeling very blah. I wouldn't suggest Sunday, Monday, doing hair, you know, or changing something to your aesthetic, maybe even Tuesday because you just not might not like the way that looks. Um, we're also going to have some ego fights, death to the ego in some sort of way. Uh, we could have that, remember, it all depends how this is all working in your life personally. And seeing the end game with all things with this, we finally see the result. We see the result even though we've been putting in the hard work. It's like the end of the day, all day, you're, you're doing a concert. Let's say you're performing a concert and you've been practicing all day, but everything is going wrong. Like you lost part of the machine and something broke and you didn't feel right and you're tired. However, you just kept pushing yourself and then the end you end up having a great performance and that feels good because you made all that sacrifice. However, leading up to it was not so easy. Next Monday, my kids start school, third grade and first grade. I cannot believe it. I wonder how they're going to be because Monday we're definitely going to feel Saturn opposite Venus. So I'm curious with the kids if we're, everyone's going to feel a little bit lethargic, moving slow, or even having some fights. I'll be interested with my older son, Abram, probably talk about it because you know this is happening in his first house with a with Saturn you know happening there this so I'm curious how that'll play out I'll let you guys out next week hopefully it's a great first day of school I really really hope and you know you always got to set those intentions too life is a funny dance between free will and divine destiny and I don't think we figure it out until the next one <laughs> but thank you everyone I hope you had a good good week again nothing too major this week it should be some quiet storms some easy paces nothing too big but I hope you guys have a great week thank you love you all